Thank you for tuning in to the Asking God Why podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast approaches the Bible with the question, Why? Let's look at the Bible to answer life's questions. Here is your host, Jameson Stewart. Welcome back to Asking God Why, everyone. In this season, as we think about our question, Why is Jesus the Christ? We're examining the book of Matthew together. And this episode, our study today, takes us to Matthew chapter 6, where we're asking the question, Why do our motives matter to Jesus? Why is it that our motives matter to him? Today, in Matthew chapter 6, we're going to be spending some time looking at that. As we begin this chapter, Jesus is in the middle of his sermon, uh, the Sermon on the Mount. And after spending some time in the previous chapter talking about why our actions matter, now in Matthew 6, he turns his attention to our motives. He says in verse 1 through verse 18, why do our motives matter to him? Well, because our motives determine why we act. The reason we do certain things, uh, our motives come into play there. Why are we doing this? And Jesus addresses this head on. He says, Take heed that you don't do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. There's the motive coming in. Why, why are you doing charitable deeds before men, doing good deeds before men? Is it because you feel like it's the right thing to do? Or are you doing it so people can see for the purpose of being seen? He says, don't do these charitable deeds, these good deeds, to be seen. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets. Once again, here's the motive, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. If our motives are what they should be, then Jesus says, it doesn't matter if anyone sees you or not, because if our motives are right, then... We know God sees us, and that's good enough for us. So in talking about our actions, what we do, Jesus says our motives matter. Think about the temptation today is very strong. Social media is a place where people can let their actions be seen. You know, hey, I did such and such today, and the danger is... Are we putting that stuff out there because we want to be seen by people and receive glory and praise from people for doing or for saying such and such? I obviously, obviously, I can't speak for anyone but myself, but speaking for myself, I can honestly say social media, especially with this, is a very real danger something that we all have to watch out for. Jesus then turns his attention to prayer. And when you pray, 
You shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets. Why? For what purpose? What's their motive? That they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. And so Jesus says, but you, when you pray, if your motives are right, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. It doesn't matter where you pray. You shouldn't have to, if your motive, obviously, is I want people to see me and hear me praying, then yeah, you got to go pray in a public place. But if your motive is, I don't care who sees me, I don't care who's around, I'm going to pray to the Father, then you can pray anywhere. You can pray in a secret room if your motive is, I need to talk to God. But if your motive is, I need people, I want people to hear me and see me, how, how holy I am, then you have to have an audience. What's our motive when we pray to God? He also says, when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. So, when we do pray, he says, don't, don't have your motives wrong, but if you have the right motives and you really want to know how you should pray, by the way, who are the people who are interested in how should we pray? How should we approach the Father in prayer? I would say the people who are truly, honestly concerned about that, those are the people whose motives are right. But people who are just concerned about praying for an audience, you know, they, they're, it's a performance, they don't care how they pray. They just want to be seen by people. So Jesus says, in this manner, therefore, pray. Obviously, this is directed to those of you whose motives are what they should be. Or if your motives are not what they should be, then you need to correct that. But here's how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Once again, what's your motive in prayer. Jesus talks about why our motives matter because our motives determine why we act. It's not that praying publicly is wrong, but it is if our motive is, I want to be seen. It's not that doing a good deed in front of other people where other people can see is wrong, but it is if our motive is, I want to be seen in this. Our motives determined why we do something. Last chapter, Jesus talked about why our actions matter. Now he goes a layer deeper, and he talks about why we are doing what we do. He turns his attention again to one more thing, fasting. He says, Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. There's their motive. They want to be seen. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, 
Anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting. So when you do fast, you should do that in such a way that you do not appear as if you are fasting. If your motives are right, then what you, then then your motives will be will be totally different from someone who wants to be seen and you will act totally differently than someone who wants to be seen. But to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Why does our why do our motives matter to Jesus? First of all, Jesus says because our motives determine why we act. Our motives determine why we do what we do. Are we doing it because we truly care about pleasing God and serving God? Or do we do it because we want, we want glory and praise from people? Something to think about. Why do we do what we do? What is our motive? The next few verses, verse 19 through 24, why do our motives matter to Jesus? Because... Our motives determine also not only why we act, but our motives determine who we serve. Jesus says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is... There your heart will be also. Our motives determine who we serve or what we serve. He talks about that the lamp of the body, the lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? I think there's a little bit of the idea here that if there's a little bit of an idea, I think, in in these two passages about self-deception and how we can deceive ourselves into thinking that, hey, I, I'm doing good. I, you know, hey, I, I'm doing right. But he's getting at this idea of we can deceive ourselves if we are not careful. No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot, and, and this is emphatic, you cannot under any circumstances, serve God and mammon or God and wealth. You cannot serve both. And our motives come into play because our motives determine who or what we serve. What do we care about? If we care about the glory and the praise and the honor from people, then who are we going to be serving ultimately? We may act like and we may look like we're serving God, but are we really? Who are we serving? Our motives matter to Jesus because our motives determine why we act, why we do what we do, And our motives also show, determine who we serve. 
And then last in this chapter, verse 25 through the end of the chapter, Jesus says our motives matter to him because our motives will determine what we seek. What is it that we are going to press forward and seek for and put our effort into searching for and seeking for? What will that be? Our motive will determine that. So therefore, Jesus says, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit or basically a foot and a half, to his stature, to your height. Who can make himself or herself taller by worrying? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor, nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed, was not clothed, was not dressed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. Those who do not follow God seek after these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But if your motives are what they should be, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Our motives determine what we seek. If our motive is, I want more, I want wealth, I want glory from people, I want popularity, if that is our motive, then we will not seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, but we will seek whatever it is um, that feeds our motivation Whatever it is that rewards our motivation. If my motive is I want popularity or I want praise from men or I want wealth, then what we will do, who or what we will serve and what we will seek will feed what our motivation is. If our motivation is I want to serve God, I want to live faithfully for Him, Going back to what something Jesus said in Matthew 5, I want to do good works so that people may glorify God. If that's our motivation, then why we act, who we serve, and what we will seek will feed that motive. This is a topic, and this is a section of the sermon, I believe, that is very challenging to me personally just being honest with you here. I think chapter 6, of course chapter 5 and chapter 7 of the Sermon on the Mount are also challenging, but I personally believe that chapter 6 may be the most challenging 
because it goes, the actions are important, yes, and essential, yes, but this goes a layer deeper into, you know, for example, the people at the beginning of this chapter, they were doing good works. Their actions in and of themselves were totally right and totally fine, but there was a problem. Their motives were self-centered and self-seeking. They wanted praise, and that's why they were doing it. In chapter 6, Jesus goes even deeper and says, you know, yes, your actions should be right, but your motives, your motivation for doing those things must also be right. And like I said, to be honest with you, I think Matthew chapter 6, applying Matthew chapter 6, may be one of the most challenging chapters in all the Bible to apply. Because it forces us to look inward. We can't just then look at, okay, are my outward actions what they should be? Okay, good, yeah, and then move on. This forces us to look deep within ourselves and to ask ourselves, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why? Why do I live the Christian life? Why do I do good? If maybe you're a preacher, why do I preach? Why do I teach? Why do I serve? Why do I do these things? It forces us to look at ourselves and to perhaps ask ourselves some very hard questions. Our motives matter to Jesus. Our motives determine why we act. It determines who or what we serve, and it determines what we will seek. So as Jesus has said here, our motives matter very much, and it makes an eternal difference what our motives are. I thank you so much for being with us and studying along with us here on the Asking God Why podcast here on the Scattered Abroad Network. I hope that you'll leave a review or a comment. Share this with your friends, with your family, with folks you care about. I appreciate it very much. I appreciate that you're interested in what we're trying to do here with the Scattered Abroad Network. Until next time, God bless you, and stay curious. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.